Welcome back. This is the third part of the current review. My name is Thompson Latu, sometimes known as the as TT from the TT hookup. Uh, we've had a very long morning, a long day today, uh, but each section exciting in its own ways. And now we're going to be engaging with a, an organization of young people representing young people in the economic sector of the country. And I am joined by the South African Youth Economic Council, uh, the executive chairperson, Mr. Bonga Makanya. Uh, that, that is the correct title, right? Executive chairperson. Yes, yes, yes. That's the correct title of our greetings, greetings, and uh, greetings to all your listeners. Uh, thank you very much. And yeah, compliments of the new year, and uh, we hope that your organization will do well this year um, in representing its constituency. Uh, please tell us briefly, man, what 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 the South African Youth Economic Council is, uh, because I must tell you, I must be honest with you, that I see the website is all is is nice and very well polished, very informative stuff, but I haven't heard much about the organization itself. Please tell us about it. Now, the South African Youth Economic Council is a lobby and advocacy group, um, just like any other lobby and advocacy group in the country, um, the likes of the Black Business Council, your Black Management Forum. Um, but it's a lobby and advocacy group that specifically is ran by um, young people and is specifically looking at the issues focusing on young people particularly with the focus of the economy and the economic challenges faced by the youth. So the South African Youth Economic Council comes into existence as a direct result of the economic conditions faced by young people, which is uh, 70% youth unemployment, joblessness, um, lack of access to funding opportunities in business, lack of business opportunities, and just the dire economic state that young people find themselves in. So as young activists, young business owners, uh, young people who have an interest in being a part of the economy, we have then organized ourselves formally to form an organization that will consistently agitate for that social economic change that we want to see in the country. And we do that through uh, engaging critical stakeholders um, in strategic sectors, both in the private sector and in government. Um, how how is the organization different from, from the... Youth Chamber of Commerce and Industries? Well, uh, we will not necessarily compare ourselves to any other organization because, of course, they can agitate and speak on what they represent. No, um, I'm, I'm asking because I thought maybe you, 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 you uh, an organization which was formed maybe on the ashes of that organization, if it had fallen or bent down or anything like that, or a, you know a, a an amalgamation of sorts that culminated into your organization. But no, if you are we are an independent, uh, non-profit organization led by its leadership, which is found on the website, um, and we are not affiliated to any organization, um, and we are apolitical, and uh, we we yeah. So we we don't know anything about uh, youth chamber in business um of course perhaps i'm sure they do a lot of great work but i think where we're sitting we are an apolitical non-affiliated independent organization that focuses on the issues faced by young people and how long have you been in, in existence for well uh, we i formed the organization 
in December 2021, but it started being active in uh, Jan of 2022. Um, mm-hmm. so and your footprint, how long, how far is your reach, uh, you know, in the country? Well, we, we try to reach as many young people as possible through the work that we do. Um, but so far, we've managed to go as far as uh, Cape Town, Johannesburg, Deben, um, particularly as well as in Limpopo. Um, and this year, we have, uh, you know, ex- taken a position that we want to take our programs to Free State, to Eastern Cape, to Northern Cape and the Northwest, which is now the outskirts. But we've, 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 I think so far we've reached about four or five provinces in terms of uh, the programs we've held there, looking at the economic opportunities specific to that province um, and young people from different backgrounds, uh, rural, rural backgrounds, township backgrounds, um, academic students, unemployed young people. So we try by all means to cover all the, the demographics, which is youth. But of course, uh, there's only so much a, a youth-owned non-profit organization can do in terms of reach, uh, both and at a level. Which, uh, which stakeholders are you engaging with in, in, in the you know, execution of your work? Well, I mean, some of the critical stakeholders include government, which we believe at, is at the center of the uh, development of the country. And we believe that obviously government um, can't run away from its responsibility to develop young people. So that's why we work quite closely with the National Youth Development Agency through the Office of the CEO. We work quite closely with the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy that we believe that uh, is, 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 is at the center of economic production in South Africa. And more recently, we've started to engage the Office of the Presidency um, where we've hosted the deputy president for a program and we'll be hosting another one with him as well. And I mean, we've worked with a number of different ministries, uh, provincial governments in terms of these are the ideas that we have for young people. And this is how we think your government can implement and change some of the things that it's been doing. In the private sector, we've worked with big mining companies, uh, CEOs of uh, SOEs, CEOs of uh, JSE listed companies, your Seriti, your Tungela, um, as well as Standard Bank. Um, so we try by all means to include all the stakeholders in the work that we do because we believe that we need a coordinated approach to dealing with youth development and dealing with youth unemployment and that it will take both the private sector and government as well as young people in general to solve the challenges faced by us. Are you a, a membership uh... A controlled or formed organization, or you you are just a committee that that you know that uh, represents people from uh, in in business from whatever you know position they sit in, or are you are you advancing well, policy positions at you know proposed by your members, or how does it work? Well, uh, South African Youth Economic Council is run by an executive committee of ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us, um, because the organization is still in a stage where we believe it's quite young and can still grow, uh, membership per se at this stage has um, had not been opened, but we do have a supporters and subscribers system where so far I think we've managed to get about 10,000 subscribers per the website of young ordinary young people who, who from time to time read the newsletters attend our programs, 
And we have a database of those young people. Also have a database of young people who have subscribed to the youth SME database where we link them with economic opportunities of some of the stakeholders. Um, but for us, we, we don't believe also that you, we believe that every young person in this country who stands to benefit from the work that we do is a member. And that why would we want young people to take out 20 rand that we know that they don't have um, fill out a form and formally become members of SIEC? When for us, we know that by you being young, already you are a member. By you standing to benefit from the gains of whatever the programs that we advance and the positions that we take, you automatically become a member of SIEC. So, of course, we will from time to time maybe review to see, but on principle, we don't agree that young people should pay money to be members of SIEC because it's the very same young people that we say don't have economic opportunities and don't have money. So how then do we expect them to take out 50 rand every month to pay subscription and membership? And it's a unique organization because unlike AfriForum or BMF, other lobby groups, their members have money that they can take out. But for us, we are specifically looking at people who are unemployed, sitting at home doing nothing and trying to make them acting. So those people mm. then can be expected to take the little that they have to to fund the existence of this organization. Uh, and and you, you do say that you are in a, a political organization, uh, yeah. a non-affiliated uh, organization, but I'm sure that you would have paid attention to this uh, past weekend's uh, January 8th segment of the ANC, especially because it does have important uh, uh, you know, statements or or contributions to make towards the field of economics in our country. Um, is there is there a, a general perspective that you guys may have drawn up after the delivery of that statement by the president of the ANC? Well, as I been per se, we, we try not to delve into political developments in South Africa. Um, we only go as far as saying that we, in, in principle, we want to see more young people active in the political space. We want to see more young policymakers. We want to see more young politicians. Uh, we believe that that shift of having that generational mix will take us forward in advancing some of the issues that face young people directly. But as far as um, you know, contemporary political developments are concerned, we tend to stay away from them and, and focus more on policy matters and policy positions that have been put out by organizations and political parties. And we, of course, as an organization, believe that for us to redress and to change the lives of the people who are underprivileged and who are poor in this country, you need direct state intervention. And therefore, as an organization, we tend to lean to policies which speak more to that. So in in, in as far as the, the you know, comments around the, the political development of MK, of EFF, and the, 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 not the squabbles per se, but the back and forth that arise, we tend not to take a position because we don't believe as an organization that that is what we exist to, to comment on, but rather we focus on economic policies and uh, government policies that we think are good or that we think are bad, that can advance the interest of young people. And then also, to say that we want to see more young people. So I think the president did touch on 
um, you know, creating more economic opportunities. He did touch on having more young MPs. And we think that's a step in the right direction. And we think that any political party that does make mention of that, um, you know, is something that we would welcome. Because for us, we are not interested in the color of the political party and what they stand for, but we are more interested in what does it mean for young people. So if the ANC took a position on Saturday that they will see and have more young people in positions of power and that they will create policies that speak directly to the issues facing young people, then that for us is to be welcomed. Um, but of course, I mean, individuals in the organization have their own political views. Um, like myself, personally, I have my own personal views, which I'm not shy to speak about, but those are not necessarily the views, to, those are not necessarily the views of the organization as it relates to political developments in South Africa. No, no, that's fine. And it, it is it is important uh, that you have answered me that way, because, uh, you know, I, I think even people who are in politics and in opposition benches would have uh, taken time to listen to that speech or maybe read it because it will impact directly on 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 the on the economy economic environment as well as the policy direction that the country will sort of take this year mm. um, and i'm glad that you have uh, you, you and the young people uh, what do you think needs to happen uh, you know in order to actually stimulate the economy of the country for growth and for job opportunities well uh, is not good for development so for us to move from a position where we're in now we need a strong escom that say that we must sell off state assets because it doesn't do anything to develop um, or to advance the developmental agenda that we're pursuing as a country when you start to sell off your... your... Number two, we also kind of need to look at what is in the interest of our industrial policy direction. Um, how will, uh, for example, the just energy transition impact So, for example, we know that, um, you know, fossil fuel industries in South Africa have been largely been the backbone of our industrialization strategy. Um, so how then does moving to solar and wind impact that? And those are the conversations that we need to. significant impact on our industrialization and a significant impact on our industrial policy. So we need a clear and proper uh, plan. Uh, we need a strengthening of state-owned assets and state-owned enterprises, which will then support our developmental agenda. Uh, th those raw minerals. Um, and make use of some of the 
the opportunities that exist in that space, you will start to create new industries and you'll start to create jobs. So we so that's the only solution, pragmatically speaking, in terms of economic interventions that we can put now that can really grow the economy and really uh, create jobs. It's a clear industrial policy of, of how can you produce things and enterprises, which sounds very uh, basic, but you know, there's a lot of commentary around selling off state-owned enterprises and, and allowing for more private participation. Prioritize, and that's what going into the elections. Those are the policy ideas would probably be more supporting than than those that say, for example, we must sell off our assets, which we don't think is a is a good. Whether it's a bridge being built or a road being built or it's transnet building parts, um, young people must benefit from. That's when we will see that you guys are taking the youth seriously as it relates to economic empowerment. Because for far too long, young people who own businesses, who, um, you know, who, who are in construction, who are involved in these infrastructure uh, industries. But when it comes to government projects and government funding, they say we never receive it because they feel as though it's a system of patronage that only benefits those who are close to the political establishment. And we are saying that every young person who has a desire to be a participant in this economy must be given an opportunity and must uh, be pushed in the right direction and not be discouraged. There are many that are already in the industry. Those must be directly funded and given those opportunities. Those who are still trying and still wanting to learn must be given a platform a new base of new black uh, business owners by forcing a marriage between those who are in charge and who know the is who want to learn and have a desire and the skills but don't have the experience putting on putting them under one project and that's how the state develops its people it's the state by the way that must develop business owners um, by giving But government can afford to 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 give business to small enterprises, partner with big enterprises, and make that project a development project, and not just a project where big business benefits. Because we understand, if that is not done, then the status quo will never change. Those who are whether it's from Sky, whatever the name of these big white mining uh, uh, construction companies are. Will continue to be those who know how to do uh, the work, but once you start forcing them to partner with uh, youth-owned SMEs, then you start to build a bridge between uh, experience.
they mean the ANC government. We mean anywhere where there's infrastructure projects led by government, whether it's in the Western Cape or KZN or Free State. you know, a, a, a very well thought out conclusion to our discussion. But if there is a different conclusion that you would like to make, let me give you that uh, opportunity in closing. Uh, any message that you would like to, uh, you know, share with the public? Now, uh, in, in closing, we're saying that uh, we would like to encourage all young people of South Africa to register to vote in their numbers um, and, you know, educate themselves around the political choices that are there. Um, as SIAC, we'll try our very best to be engaged in civic education programs that will uh, teach young people what does what does each party stand for, what or what we think is the most appropriate policy position to advance our interests. But at the end of the day, young people must make their choices. But what's most important is that they must vote and uh, vote for the party of their choice and uh, not be, uh, you know, encouraged. must educate themselves, engage in political education uh, so that they can uh, speak, vote for what speaks to them. If they believe that we should sell off state assets. Uh... That was Bonga Makanya from the South African Youth Economic Council, the executive chairperson uh, of that 